Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. One of the funniest conversations of late with friends is, who among us has a steady internal dialogue going on inside their heads? Like a nonstop podcast, and who does not? I never hear myself think or have an inner conversation, save for the occasional moment when I must quickly decide between unleaded or super unleaded, between almond or 2% milk. This probably makes you wonder, how am I writing this episode if I do not hear the words before I type them? Good question. Apparently, I am among those humans whose dorsal pathways as a child, never mature to allow for an inner voice to develop. And yet, so much of writing poetry involves listening to the deepest language within us. When I write a poem, my inner radio clicks on. I fabricate a conversation with myself. It requires hearing my past and the present. A poem's unspooling says the Irish bard William Butler Yeats. It's like a quarrel with ourselves. My friend Mike hears his words from the moment he wakes up until he goes to bed. And even then, it is difficult to silence the intense discussions in his head. He dialogues with himself about everything, from morning breakfast to his commute to work to the many possibilities of his clients' digital marketing strategies. No topic is too banal or too weighty. Today's poem points out that sometimes that voice streaming in our heads isn't even our own. Sometimes words directed back to ourselves as lack of worth, the self-critiques that we vocalize, though of our own making, are sentiments put there by someone else. Last night, I had such good dreams by Jennifer Perrine. I woke myself up laughing, and today I went down to the lake and sat for an hour listening to ice shift and break into endless shards. It's creaking ceaseless, and I did not think of you much or of how I am not as good as you were at making French toast, or rice even. How I cooked a huge batch to last me the week and remember too late how you used to rinse the grains to keep them from sticking. So I wound up with eight cups of thick goop and said to myself, some Asian you are. And when I forgave myself for fucking up the rice, I wondered whose voice that was. Yours or mine, or the great collective mouth that hums through the cloud and thinks it knows best how I should grieve, says 
Get over it already. And just for a while this evening, after I came back from that vast expanse of water, those brittle crystals splintering and coming to rest on the shore, I thought I had gotten over it. Or you, as I gazed up at the full moon rising through the trees and wondered how another month had passed. And I said out loud to that satellite, that desolate rock that does nothing but orbit and reflect light and drive the tides, I said, look how far I have come. I am still here. I have survived the worst of it. I woke up laughing last night. When was the last time that happened? And when the moon answered back with its wild silence, I realized too late I was never talking to the moon at all. That when I speak to an empty place, I am always speaking to you. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts. On the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at slowdownshow. Hi, it's Major. The best way to support The Slowdown is with a monthly gift. Show your love for The Slowdown and help us plan for the future today at slowdownshow.org slash donate.